Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route to the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between food producers and food consumers. My clock says, well, it's my calendar, not my clock. My clock says it's time to do this. My calendar says that it's Tuesday. That means that Jay Truett checks in from the foreign country of Missouri and Andrew Henderson in Mars, otherwise known as the UK. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm, I'm headed say, to Missouri you, this you weekend. Did your so you, know. you did say in your introduction that uh, Jay Truett checked in. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. Did he Checking check in? Out. Because I hope I'm not checking out. <laughs> the thing is, these are, I, I'm beginning to believe that these lobbyists don't check in, Trent. Apparently they don't. Can I just see your, the room you're speaking from there, please, Mr. Truett? Hey, I believe in the right to privacy. He does not need to share anything he doesn't want to share. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you've, you've, you've changed the thing behind I, what are all those documents behind you that say top secret? What are they about? They're in the garage next to my uh, 72 Chevy pickup. <laughs> uh, are you paying $49,000 rent on that place you're staying at at the moment? That's only actually $7,000 a month? No, but I did wake up this morning and my new strategy, uh, I know some people are going to think this is crazy. I want to adopt Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, this, that is <laughs> crazy that? right there. Yeah. <laughs> why is that? Uh, why no. is that? There must I, be a good reason for that. No, because I'm going to rent him a place where neither one of us live for about <laughs> 40 or 50 grand a month and just see how that works, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's okay. a heck of a I, deal. I'm going to make sure we don't dwell on this topic for very long, but okay, I, did have, I did just want to have one share one thought that I've had. For the last two years, I've been asking people, why are they convincing us? Why are they trying to convince us that Joe Biden is not mentally stable? I mean, oh, yeah. there's no reason we had to see the clips. We kept seeing clips that only yeah. surfaced because somebody wanted yeah. us to see them. Yeah. Now I know because yeah, they were leading up to this situation. Now they're going to say, well, the guy had lost his mental capacities. The yeah. thing is, though, that's what everybody's expecting now, the 25th. Um, and I, I find that I, I have a feeling they won't do it now, Trent, because everybody knows that's what they're going to do. Well, I so listen, I actually uh, I don't think they're trying to get him out of office now. There's no intention to do that. They need him to just kind of hold the fort down until um, 2024. <laughs> but the but the uh, they don't want him running. And when he you know, he was supposed to you could almost tell there had been somebody had been feeding the media questions uh, 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 back before the midterms, well before the midterms saying, Hey, you know, Trump said he was going to run. Uh, are you in? Are you out? Whatever. And I think he was supposed to have said no. And he just decided to say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in. And that triggered a whole other set of actions uh, by these people that he's put in play. And it is what it is at this point. I, I mean, I think we're actually watching a, a, a conspiracy unfold live before our eyes. You can't really describe it another way. To your no. point, Trent, uh, 
the the everybody's everybody's analysis and view of him instantly started shifting and there was a time period when that would have been appropriate right it, i mean uh, like his first few days in office he made some pretty rash decisions then he did afghanistan which was the most rash decision a u.s president has ever made maybe and et cetera, et cetera. but they choose now I just want to admit, I don't know, you, you, you have a, a tendency to be right, Jay. So I, I want to move away from the fact that I'm horrified that you think America's going to allow him to be the president for the next two years. And this is the reason I'm horrified. If you tell me whether I'm wrong, that house he's got in Delaware, which he has spent 25% of his time in his presidency at, are you telling me that the president of the United States has a security detail which will vet every single person that visits that house in De in Delaware as he is president? It, as he is president, are you telling me that that's true or not true in your opinion? Oh no, I I promise you. Uh, so there's two different conversations that are taking place here, and people, you have to ask the question exactly the right way. Does the president maintain a visitor's log for the people that have visited his property over the over the last X months, whatever that is, or years? And his answer is no, I don't. Then people just stop and accept that as the complete answer. I assure you, the Secret Service keeps a log of every person that has gone in and out of that property uh, precisely when they entered and precisely when they left. From probably about 2014, would I be right? When since he was uh, vice president, so that I, I, I don't think that's true, um, okay. because I don't believe that a vice president retains their secret service detail unless they're under threat to that extent. Now, since well, hang said, on, I know that's not true. I can give well, you a reason why I know that's not true because um, if you look at the Hunter Biden laptop. Um, he certainly was still under a had his own security service from from the federal government uh, alongside him while um, Joe Biden was out of office. Yeah. That so, was, again, so for for some period of time, they would have retained that. But the, yes. then the question is, how complete was that? How full was okay. that, et cetera? Right. Um, but certainly for the last two years, absolutely. Everybody that's been in and out of that place will have been recorded. So uh, every, at some level, yes. And the, so, well, no, at a very high level in the last two years, he's the president. So what I'm saying is that if that's the case, then surely the 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 the, the, uh, the uh, House committee can ask for those records. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, we'll move I, on. I'm we'll sure, move I'm on, certain. and I think that's going to happen. <clears throat> I, I have certainly one more question for Jay because we're going to finish up in this segment and then not come back to it. Um, there is no surprises on what Joe Biden has done as president. No. I, you, we could have all predicted exactly what he was going to do. Absolutely no surprise. I, I would not have predicted the complete debacle in uh, exiting uh, Afghanistan. Other than that, I don't. There's no surprises. The Democrat National Party, Democrat National Party, picked Joe Biden to be the Democrat nominee. I'm not talking about uh, voter integrity in 2020. I'm talking about there were some viable candidates, Jay, that could have been the Democrat choice for president. They picked Joe Biden. 
they got exactly what they expected and now they want to get rid of him or or mm. or why do you think they picked him is my real question cuz yeah everything's played out like you expected it would i you know i actually i do think that this whole mental capacity thing probably slipped up on him a little bit and really uh, yeah i really do i think that they they thought cuz if you go all the way back to the time period when he was uh, standing on the debate stage he was handling that fairly well uh, from his perspective, I mean, he was doing his thing, and I think they believe that that performance would continue. That performance hasn't continued. The I this and and so again, I don't want to. Uh, this is just speculation for me, right? But I I think the the other thing that the party actually asked him to do was that it probably were party folks that actually set up the whole red stage and the fear Trump speech and and maga is oh, yeah. horrific for sure for sure for sure that uh, i i in the in the past i've given the credit to that to his campaign folks and now i don't actually believe that i think that was one of the few times that he actually did something the party orchestrated that the party uh, staff and and uh, and people put that together it was a horrible event it came off really bad etc but it, it was almost like an echo of, uh, of Obama's standing before the column speech, right? Just that Obama was smart enough to put white lights instead of red lights and Marines. And so um, more power, more power uh, to them. They took a shot. Uh, this guy, I think, just declined a lot faster than they ever thought. And uh, they're ready to move on. Roll out. We are ready to move on. We'll be back with more after this. Off the bat today, I just got to tell you how amazing. And not because I'm bested. I could have just been a blind person coming in off the street eating the prime rib from certified Piedmontese last night at the Piedmontese meeting. I'm going to post a video. You're going to see this. It was absolutely incredible. And to top it all off, which is I find it hard to believe and I've argued and they, they're proving me wrong, it's grass-fed. This is a grass-fed prime rib that is to kill for. I mean, literally. Certified Piedmontese is paving the way for cattlemen to get paid properly for the quality of beef that is produced. We're talking about tender beef. And go to my Substack and check out the video of this beef. That's what you need to do. If you're interested in getting paid properly as a cattleman, go to the website, LoneCreekCattleCo.com or CertifiedPiedmontese.com. Welcome back. Roll out Trent Loose alongside Jay Truitt in Missouri, Andrew Henderson in the UK. I am at the National Western Denver, Colorado. And I have to tell you that I already mentioned on Across the Pond that I met about 12 Canadians. And there are many moments of anxiety in the food business today. But ironically, guys, every person I run into, I say, hey, how you doing? Oh, you know, we're really doing well. We're doing good. Everything's good. It's amazing the optimism that people closest to the ground continue to maintain. It's incredible. Yeah, it really oh, I, is. I'm, I'm not actually surprised about that because I think there's optimism here now. I, I actually think that I don't think the same way as as uh, Jay does, I think these criminals are being found out left, right, and center in our government and in yours. I think that that's what makes makes me feel happy. Yeah, 
maybe. You know, I, 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 you know, Davos. Look at that at the moment. That I mean, it's not getting an easy ride. They've had to take out all of their mission statements. Have been taken off their website. That's 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 a movement forward. So I I had a really good friend that yesterday I had a conversation with and he said, you know, turn this time to stop talking about Davos. He wasn't being critical of me. He just decided. And by the way, this is the person that first told me about the World Economic Forum years ago before anybody else. And before I knew anything about him, he said they're going to show themselves this year, which was like 2018 and they're bad and then he told me yesterday he said it's it be, by the way we continue to talk about them we're furthering their agenda and I, i've been thinking about that and i want to ask you guys because that's the exact approach that i've taken with animal rights communities for the last five years i've not named an animal rights organization on the air because i don't want to assist them i'll say the animal rights organizations but I don't individually name them because I don't want to be a part of furthering their agenda. So now I'm asking myself and I'm asking you guys, are we furthering their agenda by continually talking about and use saying what they say they're going to do? Yeah, I, I agree 100% with that, but I, uh, by the same token, and I'm not trying to straddle the fence here. That's not what this is about there. This whole thing has taken a, a bit of a weird turn right now. Now we're going to see them look at their whole fiat currency, a cryptocurrency connector, whatever that turns out to be. And I am going to be intrigued as to how they try to do that. I don't think they're going to do it very well. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'm not really <laughs> terribly worried about it. But um, yeah, the, the only thing is that you say that you can't read the normies. I'm going to call them the same as Granny Mackay. They don't know anything about this yet. They've never really delved into it, as Trent points out. They don't know that the leader of the opposition in our government is there today. They don't know. How many Americans know that the the chief of the FBI is sat there today? Gresham Whitmer sat there today. There are are a number of politicians from America that support Back up, Andrew. Back up. How many Americans know what you're even talking about? The event. Not, Not many. But then you, but hang on, they do know that something egregious is egregious is going on, and they do know that people are. They now, I believe, know that people are dying of these vaccines, and I do think they need to know what the source of that problem is. They I don't. To, I don't you know. actually. I don't know that I can actually agree with anything that you just said. I. I mean, what? I, I wish I wish what you said was accurate, but I think a really small percentage of the people in the United States uh, could could number one even point to where Davos is on a globe globe. Um, oh, oh, hey, listen a minute! I right? just said that. No, Nor- I, I'm agreeing with you. I right. don't think people do know, so not mentioning it is yeah. is bad because you're not explaining the root of the problem. Well, I That's I the don't problem. think. I don't think we've seen enough, anywhere near any kind of uh, uh, dis- discussion uh, in the bulk of the media about the fact that anybody is even having a conversation about really creating a crypto, uh, a federal cryptocurrencies or, or central bank well, controlled I, cryptocurrencies. That's different here. Our government's actually talking about it. Right. Um, but it's not our, our happening social here media, our, And our public. social media is full of this. I mean, yeah. 
the World Economic Forum in the UK is a huge story. There's you no can, doubt you can, about you it. You can put yourself into that echo chamber in the United States, but when you do, you look and you realize that there's not very many people in it with you. Just to be I agree real. With oh, no. Jay. I'm totally on board with Jay. Well, you're right. You may yeah. well be right, but that's it's not the sad. case here. That's no, not sad. the case here. Well, that's not the case here. Here, Good. there's more and more huge. I, I would say, I would say at least fifty percent of people know what the World Economic Forum is now. That not that's due to that uh, um, that to member of the European Parliament that was just described by Gra Margaret Granny McKay because McKay because she is the, the Christian Anderson is telling the whole of Europe about these criminals. Okay. So yes, that's getting major news on the UK. It is not here. Wow. Wow. So neither one of you really, well, kind of went around and about. Um, I'm going to give this some more thought on how much time I spend explaining what their mission is to educate people instead of assisting them. I'm going to think. Well, about before all you had to do was to let them go and have a look at what they say on their website. What I'm pointing out to you is as of yesterday, They've called everybody conspiracy theorists and taken all the information down off their websites. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Anyway, well, carry on. The, change the, the bigger subject. issue. You want to change the subject. The bigger issue is clearly the infrastructure and in Colorado. I want to tell you what, Colorado is buzzing about eggs because, <laughs> well, as we've well, talked yeah. about before, Colorado January 1 had a law go into place. Not a ballot initiative. This is a law passed by a Colorado legislature signed by Governor Polis that eggs must come from cage-free environments in a and chickens. Now, Colorado has said they're not going to enforce it this year because they want to give everybody a time of transition. But there is a tremendous discussion. I mean, it's productive happening in Colorado about, hey, how did we get to this point? And I really believe that we can take this and use as an example of saying, this is what happens if you turn food production and natural resource management over to the, the bureaucrats and the lawmakers instead of the farmers and the people closest to the land. We need to yeah. seize that uh, opportunity. So it's kind of funny. I'm going to make this quick, but the uh, and I'm not taking us off the egg subject because it comes immediately back to that. But yesterday I get in this long conversation with a, uh, a, a woman who is... Uh, like deeply offended that uh, I said something um, that wasn't polite about Greta Thunberg, right? Uh, the famous um, uh, Danish activist, young lady, right? And, yeah. and so number one, I said, so first of all, let's stop calling her a little girl. She's not a little girl. She's 20, right? Mm -hmm. uh, she's an adult so that she can be held accountable almost by any measure, any place in the world, number one. Number, number two, though, the price of eggs is the key, is the is like one of the best examples that I can see, not of specifically on the climate change action, but on the fact that people don't understand the food system, are trying to regulate it and tell people what they should do with things that have that have really nothing to do with the production system anyway. I said, we we have a if you don't think that all of a, all of these people that turn their hens out for three hours a day. And, and out of these commercial facilities, especially forget about the yard chickens and and all the stuff that goes on with that, that if you don't think that putting those animals outside the building where there was no biosecurity didn't change the iPad, the AI path of infectivity, 
then you're an idiot. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you, you literally have never been to a single meeting about any of these infectious diseases. And so you, you, you're, you want that chicken to have a great life, but when it dies as a result of your decision, then you don't want to take any accountability for it. And when people, now poor people, uh, can't afford to buy eggs because they're priced at what used to be Trader Joe and Whole, Whole Foods yeah, exactly. pricing structures, then you, somehow or another you're offended now. Now you're, now you're kind of blaming the people that you actually did this to, but you did this. Right. Well, first of all, now you, got you are a hundred. I'm I'm a hundred percent agreeing with you. Secondly, um, did you know that United Nations have just done a survey and asked 16 million people to rank their hierarchy of needs? What came bottom of their hierarchy of needs? Oh, probably climate change or animal it welfare. Did. Yeah, animal welfare was third bottom, and climate change was bottom. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, that's a, a big opportunity for all of us now. Greta Thunberg, by the way, is Swedish. I'll just point oh, that Swedish. out to you. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, um, there are experts in the field of climate change coming out now and saying, why are people listening to this individual who's had absolutely no qualifications whatsoever and the things that she is uh mentioning are completely and utterly untrue i think this is true have time limit roll out more after this no it's not crack cocaine but the pork jerky loose pork jerky you can get at high plains cattle supply that's what it's been called check it out today in brush colorado welcome back roll route trent loose alongside jay truett andrew henderson Thanks for the call from Illinois during the break. I am very aware because thank you to my friends. I get at least one text, phone call, or email an hour letting me know that my Facebook has been completely hijacked and I cannot access it. I can't log in. I can't shut it down. Kelly sends at least six complaints a day and people just keep posting stuff pretending to be me. The good news Please. is... Uh, Amanda Radke informed me yesterday that I have picked up more followers in a faster rate with a fake Trent <laughs> than I ever did with a real Trent. <laughs> well, he's actually, but the thing is, though, Trent, I was going to say, he's actually a really nice bloke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he cares for people. He goes picking people up from goodness knows where. He's, yeah. It's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing ever. If you actually yeah. look we, at what this guy's so, posting. <laughs> no, uh, I was just going to say, so when was the last time some criminal hijacked a, a, a Facebook account and actually uh, turned out to be just honestly somebody that you want to know more so than the original person? You know, like, I don't, I actually don't want Trent to get control of his stuff back literally because i like the new guy i you know i sent him my home phone number so that we can call and just visit i, I wanted to he's know so, what was going on so with john scary. travolta we hadn't heard from him recently but, what is, but hang on what i've got to ask you the question is what's the game plan with this guy because he's just a nice guy what is yeah. going on hey here's the good news I never purchased yeah. anything through Facebook, including 
a boost or anything. So there's no credit card information there, guys. You can do what you want. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just really hilarious. Bizarre. So. The, uh, uh, it's actually somebody, it's actually quite sad. It's somebody who wants to be you, actually. Yeah. That's what's quite sad about it. It's not. Uh, it's not that nefarious. It's weird. Actually, I'm not sure you're accurate because okay. Okay. there, like, there was a one across the pond posted yesterday that you and I had done, and you're there as well. But there is a link on that post that makes it look like you're linking to across the pond, and that is a nefarious website. And so the danger is to the people who click on uh, the link, thinking so that I'm what? asking them so to where go does somewhere. That link where does that link take you to then? What do you know what uh, it does? No, I haven't. I had a friend click on it yesterday while I was in her presence, and she said that she got a warning that this site is naughty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I yeah. well, uh -oh. I haven't I haven't followed any links off of your Facebook page, so now I feel good about that for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Since you said something about it wasn't your page anymore, I I quit following all the links, you know. But yeah. again, I'm just, I just would like to be one of the people that points out that you're a lot nicer when you're not you. And uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Oh, like, uh, it's sad, but it's funny at the same time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the, so that, so that, the scam is that they become really, really nice. People like to follow them and then they click on stuff that is going to get them in trouble. That's basically yeah. what the scam is. Yeah, that's, that's what it appears to be. But how again, I would shut it down if I could. I, I have no knowledge or ability to know to do that. I, they how won't dare let me log in. Try and be you and be nice at the same time. It's just not on. Yeah. But anyway, right. there you go. There you I, go. I, I mean, the other yeah. scam is that in order for me to log back in, I have to copy, put a picture of my driver's license, and send it in. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. I will not do no. that. I refuse. No. You, may well, have to, you may have to drive to Cupertino and uh, do it in person or something. Where do I drive to? Cupertino, California. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that either. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, you drive all the time anyway. So what the heck? Yeah. What's another 2,000 miles out of you? You know what? <laughs> you, you, you know, that it, it, it's... Trent always says that you dig deep enough, you find the truth. He hasn't got a driver's license, Jay. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a ruse. Yeah, I'm, I'm now calling the Missouri Highway Patrol to let them know that when he, they see him cross at Fall City or somewhere sneaking across that little bridge yeah. that... Hey, it, let them know it's happening Saturday. I'll let you know yeah. exactly what time I get through <laughs> Nebraska City. So, you know, about Cooper County Cattlemen, Boonville, Missouri. This oh, yeah. Saturday. Jay, you better make your way up. It's not far. It was. It's really not. And I will tell you, one of the one of the funniest things that ever happened to me in my uh, in my professional life happened at the Cooper County meeting. I Before I even started at the Missouri Cattlemen's Association, but they knew that I was going to be um, their new lobbyist. Um, uh, I, I, I got invited to go to the Cooper County Cattlemen's meeting and it was in 1996 when cattle prices had just floored themselves. Right. And yeah. literally if you were selling certain look calves that looked a certain way, you might not get hardly a bid on them that uh -huh. summer for a short period of time. And right. 
I go in and they seat me at the head table because they're going to introduce me to the crowd. And I'm sitting beside the banker, the local banker in the community. He offers the prayer for that evening's dinner. And his prayer basically was, Lord, help these people make some money so that they can pay their bills. That's the truth. I know, but there's, I just never heard that in a prayer that was so emphatic, right? And it literally, he was looking around the room and you could tell all of a sudden it hit him that he's probably got like, you know, I got like $40 million outstanding in this room right here. And these guys are all talking about how they can't, they can't even buy a cup of coffee, you know, Uh, we better hire power engaged in the whole thing. I just, I laughed. I openly laughed during the prayer. It was a great time to take over as a lobbyist because it can't get any worse. Everything good that happens, you get credit for. Did you you see, uh, did you see uh, on your, uh, uh, day yesterday that you what's his name's day oh god the the, the uh martin luther king thing with the uh, biden for doing the prayer and forgetting martin luther king uh, yeah. his wife's name yeah <laughs> that but, was a well, good one that was a more, good one more interestingly is that biden remembered going to a black church and now everybody every day every day during that now all the members of that black church are saying he never showed up here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He hey. he does it. He does it without even thinking, though. He yeah. he's a he's a he's a consummate liar. Well, he's not. He's a pathetic liar because he yeah. never gets away with it. But so, anyway. 1996, Jay, those cattle were bringing nothing because that was the first year that we had seven dollar corn. Right. Seven dollar corn. Now, what does that mean? Please uh, explain that to your English listeners. So seven dollars a bushel. For corn was, in was, the United was, States was record. Now, now it's like the norm yeah. for now. But uh, I'll never forget my dad who raised corn, soybeans, cattle, and, and pigs. And he said, uh, this is going to be the worst thing that ever happened to agriculture. We're going to have so many devastating losses and people are going to be put out of business. He was never happy that corn was $7. And he sold more corn than he fed corn. It, and then what happened two years later, December 1998, everybody remembers that month because oh, yeah. you couldn't give a pig away. You couldn't yeah. literally could not give a pig away. I remember a guy in Iowa was actually charging people to come and he was turning his pigs loose and he would charge him a hundred bucks to come and shoot a pig on a hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Especially well, especially sows at that point. Yeah, uh, literally had a value of zero. Market price so, on a market hog was eight cents. Well, so minus where, where history, minus shipping, does, which exactly. made them zero. So, where is history in America with regards to the relationship between feed prices and prosperity? Because it seems to me, in the UK, when feed prices are high, the farmers seem to do well. Does that transpire in your in your world or not? Um, uh, it seems to well. It would seem that um, we are on a never-ending roller coaster, it, and it depends on how you look at it. Whether we're chasing the corn price in the livestock industry, or the live, or the farmers are chasing the livestock industry, but um, high high corn prices equals cheap cattle, and cheap corn uh, will give you short-term some some high margins, but also leads to cheap cattle. And okay. So, uh, we tend to 
we we tend to we swing. Over, uh, oversupply ourselves pretty frequently and, and we swing and respond to market market signals very quickly and then we over respond both ways. Yeah. pork See, this pork is where i think the, cattle so this is where i think the world has changed right now because of what's happening in in europe in holland is that because they were the center of exports for everything to do with beef and dairy and i include the um, the veal market in that it's a huge market in europe you know um i the dutch always said to me that if you short the market you will increase the price and uh, that's one of the ways that dutchmen think they they like to short the market well we have one heck of a short go, going on here purely because of actions in holland but also actions in italy as well because yeah. are you aware the italians are now um they're only manufacturing 12 hours a day in yeah. italy in any way any type of uh, food production so we are it, it, we're seeing very high prices but we're also now starting to see very high prices for commodities as a result well and part of the part of the issue probably in italy as well is that they've they've looked at their incoming supply which counts on some of those markets across the mediterranean that they buy a lot of that that commodity yep. product out of right a lot of the wheat yeah, yeah. they they convert comes out of uh, Libya uh, as yep. an example and yep. it doesn't look like Libya is going to have a good good crop um, just based on kind of their historical pattern right now and more importantly is that they've got other markets that they're going to lose out to the Middle East is going to soak that up and so the Italians are just they're like third on the list but it was yep. a primary source for them and now they're done i mean they're just like they got left out of the mix and yeah yep. no, that will be the last no the, the the last word in this segment we got one more segment <laughs> we'll be back with more roll route after this <laughs> well this saturday is not only the cooper county cattleman meeting in missouri where i'll be at uh, down the road a little bit, a couple hours that is, the Protect the Harvest event sponsored by Whitetails Unlimited. It is a fundraiser for Protect the Harvest. We need to continue to fuel these entities that get powering, empowering information to the people. We are the people. And the only way we maintain a free and fed America for the next generations to come is if we take it upon ourselves to enact our God-given rights. Property is at the top of that list, and folks, if we cannot use our properties we see fit, we cannot keep a free and fed America. It's that simple. Get details about how you can be a part of this, and you can get information and contribute to Protect the Harvest at protecttheharvest.com. Welcome we back. Roll out. What, Andrew? Did we just see a, a bit of the new Trent loose at the end of the last segment, or was that just a Freudian slip? Freudian slip. What did he say? Okay. I didn't say anything nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. if, he, if he posts a you picture of a... If you see, no, but it doesn't like him. his image has been destroyed. He's actually 
people are saying he's nice. He's very hurt about that, isn't he? Can you see <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> if, uh, sooner or later, when he takes his, when he takes, does finally get his page back, what he should do is just post nothing but pictures of figure skaters for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> just to really mess with people. What, what right? makes you think I'm want well. that page back? <laughs> you know, the yeah. other thing is that, I, that crossed my mind that, you know, Trent doesn't believe in them. Um, he doesn't believe in reincarnation, and yet this guy's taking his dad everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. True uh, story. How, yeah. how strange. No, yeah, I. I mean, strange. to finish to finish the point that I was uh, that the Andrew started, and and kind of my comment to that, I think it's the thing that the, this whole thing over supply disruption, and people yes. toying with the market is what has basically has convinced me because I, I will say when this discussion first came up i didn't really buy it i'm a i tend to be an over capitalist at heart right yeah, yeah now i can actually now you can actually see though right i can be a capitalist but i also have to accept that despite what people might say in other countries they're also capitalist and and that's yeah. actually it's capital it is some degree it's capitalism is driving what's going to be probably a pretty severe food shortage for some people in the world. And my initial prediction was that it was going to be the countries that have natural shortfalls on a regular basis. I don't believe that now. I think you're going to see some people that it's going to like truly shock them in the European I... community when they wake up one day and there's no bread on Monday and there's no bread till Friday. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, the only bit I disagree with there is I don't think it's capitalism. I think it's socialism that's causing it. Well, no, I think it's the, the activities. What I'm saying is that down in the basins in Libya somewhere is a capitalist, yeah. right? That's saying, hey, first, we're going to sell this product here for a really high price. Then the next highest price is where? Is it going to be in Italy or is it going to be in Saudi Arabia? Well, it's going to be in no, Saudi Arabia. No, but it's the, it's the nanny state that's creating the oh, shortages yeah. no, to no, start no, no. with. I, I couldn't agree more, right? It is yeah. socialism which yeah. has created the environment, but the players yeah, yeah. inside it are still acting oh, yeah. in a way that's to oh, their yeah. own best at benefit. Well, somebody's going to wake Arabia. up in Hungary look being hungry. Look at look at Biden when he went and asked Saudi, Saudi Arabia from help, help, for help, and they told him to go and do one. And, yeah. and that you're absolutely right. They, they're seeing these opportunities they never thought they could ever have because right. of absolutely crazy political decisions. Yeah. Okay, um, so let's back up a moment. We sold our strategic oil reserves. Yeah, we've convinced the American public that we have a shortage of fuel, although, Andrew, you and I dug up the facts just a month ago that the 2022 was a record in production of oil in the United States. I it, was a, it was a brand new natural gas level that we've never even come close to. Right. Why are we asking Saudi Arabia, Venezuela for help when we have the oil like we've never had before? Well, there's a, there's a good point. And, and, and I think it goes further than that because you start looking at where we are moving forward. But you've got to remember, you're missing out a few key ingredients here, like um, the this destruction of, the, of the, uh, the, the pipelines here. I think that's, this, is, uh, this has all been done um, and it's all been planned. The shortages, are, you're right. Look at what Greg Dow told us last week. He's telling exactly the same story. He's saying the opposite. We're going to be producing, you know, 40% of soy is going into diesel production. 
Um, and I, I think it all comes back to um, something that you said recently, Trent. I hate to give you this credit, but it's a very, very important one. Wait a minute. That, was it a nice thing I said or not? Because I don't want you to even say it if it was nice. No, it wasn't nice. It was just okay. clever. It was never <laughs> nice. It was clever because you you identified what I think they're all identifying, and that is this: that if they keep driving everybody to electric cars, a there isn't the raw materials to make them, and b it's gonna it's cap the capitalization of that isn't going to be very profitable. So they're having to think of another way to get revenue because they've realized that that, because of the shortage of raw materials, is a, is a, is not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there simply isn't enough lithium to make the batteries. It's that simple. I mean, it, it extends to all rare earth minerals, but lithium is the primary one. Yeah, and I, I also think it goes back to um, investments as well. These people are so greedy that they use their positions to invest. Look at look at the, the stock market in the last year in America, which has fallen quite dramatically. How many people do you think that a congressman have actually invested badly in the last 12 months? I don't know if Jay would know the answer to that, not me. Virtually yeah, no. none of them. Yeah. Virtually none of them. They've all got, they've all somehow got it right. Hey, uh, I did want to just clarify something for you because when Biden shut down the Keystone, yeah. it did not disrupt the production of oil because it was, a, it was the construction of the Keystone that it disrupted, not existing pipelines that were working. I wasn't talking about the Keystone. I was talking about the Nord Stream pipeline that was oh, blown up. The natural gas from Russia yeah, and, to the and, UK. And, and, I, and I think you've also got to look at the, uh, when you look at gas, mm. our own government has banned fracking and we're buying your fracked natural gas from America at four times That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you very much too, by the way. <laughs> That's capitalism at work right there. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, but actually, but whose capitalism is it? You see, they probably invested in American natural gas. Yeah, absolutely. Our politicians. And that's where I think that it's very interesting because it's it's a man-made shortage. It's been yeah, done on 100%. purpose. Now, yeah. I, it's still, no, this is all part of a settlement for us letting Harry and Meghan roam free in North America. <laughs> that we're going to sell something, but it's going to be at a high price. Well, I, I have a theory on them. that. I think that Harry is doing... I think that you'll see, I'm going to do a Jay Truett here. I think Harry is trying to distance himself so much from the royal family, and he's doing a good job of it, actually. Yeah, he has. Good for him. Are, are you saying that Harry and, and Megan are like Colorado chickens, cage-free? <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, it, I, I, right? I, I, listen, they turn I, and look I, I am, on us, though. I am convinced that Prince... King Charles, or whatever you want to call him, his list of friends have a lot in common. And one thing that is in common in his list of friends are that they end up being in jail for having relationships with young children. And I think he knows that. And if are you I, saying I'm, you could be the next Illinois governor? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or speaker I, I of the house that, in Illinois, either I, one. I think we might. We might one day give Harry and Mary, Mary, Meghan kudos for being yeah. nice, like Trent Loose on Facebook. No, uh, no, I'm. Listen, it's going to be a long time before I, you're going to hear those words from my mouth. Um, I, I'll just uh, 
I can't. I, I tried hard. My wife is a big royal watcher, right? So she made me endure. Even my wife couldn't watch more than two episodes of that ridiculousness that they put on TV. I had to get up after like five minutes. I thought, what a whiny little baby you are, right? <laughs> uh, the most well, privileged for- human being on planet Earth. And you're crying because somebody took your picture when you were doing things wrong. Next. Have you seen it? Over. Have you seen it? <laughs> Have you seen some of the memes that are going around? There's one with a, a, a whole line of Afghani soldiers and the, underneath it, it says that they're all standing in line to sign Harry's book. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? He killed 25 people, but he's, he got very upset because his brother broke his necklace. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. All of that has yeah. nothing to do with the price of food for the record. No. It does. No. All right, two two minutes. Okay. Well, no, so I'll just, I'll start off. I think uh, there's an interesting uh, thing that came out for the, uh, with the Committee for a Responsible Budget came out with some pretty interesting details today. People should go by and look at that website and and take a look at it. It, uh, Now trying to repeal the, the information, uh, the way the CBO is going to score this, it's going to cost us money even to repeal what we've already done that was stupid. And I'll just leave it at that. People need to read it for themselves, or I'll post it on Facebook and people that want to can see it. My page oh, is funny. still mean and You're nasty. really funny, Jay True. Yeah. <laughs> you know I can't log on to Facebook. <laughs> I'll send you yours yourself. <laughs> you know, we would not have, I just, what you said there just sets me, sets me off a little bit. We would not have the debacle that we have if people would just take the time to read things themselves instead of either not caring or just listen to somebody give an analysis of it. Yeah. Go go read what Jay puts out there. I mean, that's, yeah. read the stuff. Yeah, you read should. 4,163 pages of the omnibus bill. Yeah. CR. Well, again, against again, Committee for Responsible Budget, who I uh, agree with sometimes and don't agree with sometimes, they do a pretty good analysis and they do it in a pretty succinct form. Mm -hmm. So it won't take you but like 10 minutes to read the whole thing. And then you'll 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 understand why people are are going to freak out over the next couple of couple of months when they try to unravel some of this. Um, It'll start intervening in things like our farm bill and other issues. I, I vote that we'd not do a farm bill this year. Let's just move on to next year without a farm. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Uh, actually, honestly, it gets even worse if we don't do one at all. Well, 30 so. seconds, Andrew. I want to, I want to leave you with the, my new friend, Trent Luce on Facebook. Cause uh, I like him. I am very concerned about Alan Alder's state of health. And uh, I loved mash and I'm not surprised that the new Trent Luce is very concerned about Alan Alder's health in the last two or three hours. There you go. That'll do it. We have successfully, with that bit of knowledge, is the perfect time to say we've successfully journeyed down the road, connecting food producers to food consumers and the nice Trent on Facebook. Don't go check it out. All roads do lead me to roll Don't click on anything, but... I want to say... Well, thanks, Andrew. Yeah, don't click on anything on my Facebook page. I'm just saying. I want to say thank you to the veterans, the first responders, and the Wall of Honor. The Wall of Honor is exactly that. It's a monitor that you put in any establishment. It's got a programmed number of local heroes. Those would be veterans in the area. 
it would be first responders. We need to continue this funding for this endeavor, and we need to continue to expand to more areas of the country. Get details, and let's see how you can be a part of the solution here at thewallofhonor.org. I know there are many measures, many ways that we can all show our appreciation, pay our respects, and give honor to those who've sacrificed for our freedom. Choose the way you like. This one is amazing to me. Thewallofhonor.org.